Oh, it's picking up the fucking thing in the background. Ah, oh, whatever. Fuck it. All right. Um, <laughs> all right, so this is the Psychotic Strength Podcast. This is Tyler Toby Townsend. I'm with... Joey Stampke. All right, man. Um, nobody else is here at the moment. Everybody's pretty busy, but uh, we'll kind of just keep moving forward. So um, the let's do our gym update. How's the gym going for you? You actually go. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I tore my lat about oh, uh, two weeks ago, okay. deadlifting. Uh, halfway up the rep, I felt three pops in my lat. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't hear it. I could just feel it. Right. Dropped the bar instantly. Um, took three days off from the gym. Just a tiny bit of bruising. So I've been recovering the last two weeks. Just doing mostly legs and shoulders and chest. How long did it take you to actually um, start taking time off with injuries? I mean, because I know me, if I fucked myself up, I would have just, at least a couple of years ago, would have just shoved my way through it. Um, I've always been very careful. Oh. Lifting. Yeah. That's how you actually get your pro card, I see. Well, hopefully. <laughs> not yet. Oh, I thought you had it. No. I've been telling everybody you do. Well, no, not yet. I went to nationals last year. And I was I was injured going into nationals. Oh shit! Okay. Um, I placed like middle of the pack. So I had like there was like seventy or eighty guys, and I placed like thirtieth. Okay. Yeah. Se- you said seventy. Yeah, in my weight class. Holy shit! Yeah. I, at first I thought you said seven. And you placed thirty. I was like, wait, but that's a lot of fucking dudes. Yeah. So I was training for the uh, pound for pound, world's strongest man. They were doing a qualifier for the official strongman games. Okay. Uh, and I did a 290 um, axle clean and press, and I went for a 300, and I hurt my shoulder. Okay. And then I was training to hit an 800-pound deadlift. Damn. And I uh, pulled my hamstring doing 750. Um, I mean, that's so, so impressive. But I, I already paid for nationals and everything, and it was like six weeks away. So, I still went, but I wasn't 100%. Right. And yeah, I would have pulled the same thing, because that's still fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a good experience. I got, I tied for third on the deadlift. Nice. So, I, I hit 750 in competition. Even with a healing hamstring, huh? Yeah, six, but six weeks later. Okay, so six weeks later, yeah. yeah. Well, yes, that's fair. That's crazy, man. And then, um, yeah. Earlier this year, I injured my armpit lifting. Oh. Uh, I was doing stones. Yeah. So I PR'd and did a 365-pound stone. And then I went for the 380 stone. And when just picking it off the ground, um, again, I felt a pop in my armpit. Jeez. So, That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so a week before I pulled my lap, uh, so three weeks ago, yeah. I was uh, tr- training for the Ugly Sweater Christmas Classic. Right, I heard about that. Um, so we're doing a mammoth bar deadlift and moss wrestling. And uh, I, when I was doing moss wrestling, I was going against uh, a guy that's about 100 pounds more than me. Yeah. And I, I kind of strained my lat doing it then. And I thought I was good a week later when I pulled my lat. Tore oh, it. man. I think it's a great two sh- grade two strain okay. so it should take four to six weeks to heal so the comps in two more weeks 
so hopefully I'll be able to do it, but we'll see. Either way, I, I kind of like the um, the whole mentality behind that, though. Like, uh, I would do the same shit. Even if I knew either I'm injured or whatever, I would still go and maybe just work around it. Like, if there's a squat event and I hurt my shoulder, I'll do the squat event hard and just kind of work around it. Because, I mean... People, what people don't quite understand, and I've explained it a couple times on this podcast, is that you got to get your reps in in comp too. It's it's a completely different animal than trying to mm-hmm. lift in the gym, you know. And and even just going and just being a part of the community, getting your face out there, getting to know these guys, all that other shit. That's a huge part of it too. Totally, you know. And I mean, you're a big name right now. I mean, I know quite a few strongmen, and I could probably bring you up to, but just about anybody. And they're going to know you, you know. I mean, you're making the Nationals on accident. The plan is to win next year. Right. Right, man. And the, the cool thing is, I mean, fuck, how many competitions did you do this year? I think I did nine competitions. <laughs> Holy shit. And I got one third place, one second place, and seven first places. Jesus. Like, that's fantastic. So you just go and just, like, just collect all the medals. Yep. <laughs> That's fantastic, dude. So I only had a drop out of the Rainier Classic because okay. I pulled my armpit a couple weeks before that. And then I uh, dropped out of a grip competition. Um, that was the weekend right after I pulled my lat. Okay. Yeah. The Rainier Classic. Where was that one? In uh, Washington, Federal Way, Washington. That's the one I didn't make it to either. So when I wrecked my truck, we talked about this a little bit, it was on the way to that competition. Oh, shit. Yeah. So that traffic, oh, you, apparently you didn't go, right? No. But, like, that traffic was me for everyone else who was... So I wrecked, I hit a uh, uh, a state patrolman. Yeah. So he was in front of me, and it is what it is, right? I mean, it, I didn't think too much of it. Well, I wake up, and he's at a dead stop, and I'm, like, 10 feet from him going 70. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I, like, yanked the wheel. I smashed this the state patrol into the side rail. And then I hit the guy in front of him, too. Luckily, we all had SUVs. Well, they had SUVs out of my truck. Yeah, but my truck was obliterated. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah. The guy that I hit had to drive his, his GMC Yukon out of my truck. He had to put it in four-wheel drive to get out of my truck. Yeah. So <laughs> that was on the way to that fucking thing. And Jeez. I was so excited because I did three comps. Well, I was supposed to do three comps this year. I did the one at Hardcore. Yep. And then uh, I did Feats of Strength, yep. which was a lot of fun, too. Um, and then I was really going to this one. There was a lot of big names in my weight class. So I really didn't expect to do well. But at the same time, even if I'm going to go to win, right, of course. But at the same time, like, it was more for fun. Yeah, you know, to kind of talk to all the big guys and, and have a lot of fun because uh, I know Josh was up there too. I love Josh Hatfield; he's one of my favorite strongmen, and I mean, he's going to be amazing eventually. Yeah, he's strong. Yeah, yeah, and I can't believe he's not further than he is right now. I mean, and I just say that just because I've known him for a while. Like he was, like I met him at my first competition, and Which was when uh, feats of strength and two thousand. My first comp was 2006, 2005. You were there. 2000 what? Six, seven. I uh, I started competing in 2016. 
Oh, right, right, right. I, I missed the number. Sixteen. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I've been doing it that long. So yeah, 2016. Okay. So whenever yeah. like. So yeah, I, I you were that at my, my first. That was huh? my first. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I I know you were there. I just we just had no idea who each other were, right? Because we yeah. hadn't worked out together or like been yeah. in the same college or uh, same building. I don't think. What before. weight class did you compete at? That? Um, I believe heavyweight. Okay. But it was novice too. Yeah. Yeah, I did the novice category there, and I still got smashed by those uh, those Grenadians, the Grenadians. Oh, yeah. 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 I was pretty surprised they didn't show up this year. They they kind of clean house every year, but I guess since they were officially told no more novice, <laughs> they stopped showing up. Because that was uh, I've done feats of strength. This was this is my third time doing feats of strength. It's been like a couple of years in between each one, but um, I did novice again since I took like. I took like fifth or sixth out of nine my first year I did it. And then uh, I took third, but it was behind those two guys. Yeah. And so I was, I was fucking pissed because I'm like, I mean, the whites of their eyes were yellow, dude. I'm <laughs> like, I get it, but like, at least compete with the normal people, you know? Like, you can't just clean up and, and smash out novice and then... I shouldn't have been a novice either, to be honest with you, but... Yeah. It was the last year they let me. I never did novice. Right. I opened my first show because yeah. I knew I was strong enough. Yeah. First, so your first year of Feats of Strength, I got fourth. Jeez. Second year, I got fourth. Third year, I got first. Last Just year. Middleweight? Yeah. Last year, they didn't do it. And right. then this year, I got second Damn. by one point. Second by one point? Yeah. Who beat you? Uh, Justin Nurple. He's Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, man. That's funny because that I feel like Feats of Strength really brings in people from all over. Yeah. You know, it, it's a, it was a good comp. But yeah, the year I won, there was 14 middleweights. Damn. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's really good, man. Um, yeah, I love Feats. That's one of my favorite. Uh, Dean does a really good job. He, he does. Really does. Yeah. I, I miss Sarge, like, up there yelling at everybody. Yeah. But... That's right. And I miss Nate Bowling, too. He had to have been some of your biggest competition, right? He, I competed against him my first year. Yeah. I think he got first or second. Yeah. Yeah, he's a fucking monster. I competed against him a couple times. The only reason was because I think he had it. He yeah. has his pro card, right? Yeah, once he won middleweight, once you're in your pro card in Strongman Corp, you have to compete up a weight class right. at local shows. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. we did like Strongest Apple, and he was in the heavyweight class because he had to, right? He had to move up, like you're saying. Yeah. And he still fucking crushed us. Like it was, uh, there was like some Hawaiian dude that was kind of close, but he still fucking ragged us. There was like four or five people in the weight class, and then him. He doesn't count. He's just there for fun, all right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like fuck that. Um, all right, well, let's kind of hit. Oh, gym update. How's the gym been going besides the, the lap pull? Are you taking complete days off, or are you just... So I'm doing really light okay. back exercises. So I've only deadlifted, like, 135 okay. since then. Oh, and smart, then man. really light pull-downs and rows. Okay. Yeah, just getting the pump in the muscle to get the blood flow. Right. Yeah. And then I do a lot of heat pack just yeah. in one of my rest days to get just more blood flow to the muscle. So you're a very smart person. Yeah, so I <laughs> I have a bachelor's degree in exercise and sports science with an option in fitness and nutrition. Oh, shit. So I, I went to Oregon State University. 
Oh, so. so you're like a certified even smart person. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I see why now why you don't hurt yourself and you're actually getting somewhere. I, I do hurt myself, but yeah. I'm, well, but when I say I hurt yourself, I mean like I'm talking like most gym dude hurt yourself. Like you're like, ow, fuck, and then you don't give a shit and you just keep going, <laughs> you know? Like you're actually taking care of yourself, you're right. you're healing, you're making sure your body has enough time in between all this shit to to keep going. And a lot of the times I feel like people are missing that. Yeah, I'm very uh, analytical, so I track everything. Right. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know ever, that. Ever since I started working out um, 16 years ago, I've tracked my diet and training always. Your diet as well, huh? Yeah. You're tracking your diet. Interesting. I've heard of people writing down almost every rep, but I have never heard of someone like writing down like... Like, I get planning your meals and uh-huh. shit like that, but are you writing down what your intake is? So I basically eat the same thing every day of the week. So oh. I just track it once a week. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess as long as you're steady, it doesn't really matter, huh? Yeah. That's fucking cool. What are you eating? So, um, high protein, high carb, low moderate fat, very strict. Um, so carbs mostly either rice or oats or potatoes, protein, beef, turkey, or chicken, or eggs, or milk, and fat, just the fat from the beef, eggs, peanut butter, natural peanut butter. Oh, natural. Olive oil. You had to throw it natural. Is there a yep. big difference in, like, GIF? Yeah. So I don't, I don't need any of the hydrogenated oils. That's trans fat. Okay. So very healthy. You are losing me slightly, but that is okay. <laughs> no, because I mean, you think you think peanut butter, like, what else could they fucking do to it? But I guess the oil they put in it will yeah. matter. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I, so I don't know how much you know about me total, but I cooked for almost 10 years. And so food science is, is a big deal to me, you know, like knowing what to use for where or whatever. But it never really got into the point of like, it never correlated over to health. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I'm just like, put more fucking butter in it. Right? Like, right. it's it's not flavorful enough. Bam, butter. Right? Like, so it was more about the flavor and how to incorporate those flavors together versus, like, what's actually okay for you or not. Like, don't get me wrong. I got into the whole Monsanto and, and all that other bullshit, uh-huh. you know? Like, like the GMOs and, and all that craziness. Um, but it really wasn't, it was more of like what those chemicals are doing to your body as like a like cancer and, and like causing yeah. stuff like that and like um, the huge increase in like gynecomastia in children you know what I mean like there's there's a huge increase in that just because of the milk and, and all that other stuff what we put in it um, the estrogen disruptors yeah. right and not just that I mean there's there's also like the lubricants they use on that on the other stuff the on their nipples right that that had, plays a little bit of a part in there there's also um, what is that the antibacterials they use on it, the just there's so much shit that just falls into the milk. Like, and if you're just thinking just milk, you know what I mean? And that's just mm-hmm. one part of this whole thing. They're also stabbing the fuck out of these meat cows to make them absolutely gigantic. Well, that correlates. You think that's not gonna like? How do you think it's not gonna eventually start keeping up? I mean, my kid is is 13 years old. He's 5'10. He's taller than me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's supposed to be six four to six eight when he's done. 
And I was like, wow, this is fucking insane. It, it's starting to become a norm. These kids are getting fucking yeah. huge. It's crazy. Yeah, we got We can do a whole podcast on that shit. I didn't know you were so knowledgeable. But you oh, were yeah. just buff. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. I'm going to turn on the light here. This is getting too romantic. <laughs> Yeah, so I eat about uh, 4,000 calories on average. Okay. Uh, about 4,500 on my hard training days and 3,500 on my not so hard training days. Interesting. About uh, 600 grams carbs per day. Okay. Um, at least 300 grams of protein and then at least 100 grams of fat. Okay, so we're definitely going to have to chat about getting you to help me out with that shit. Sure. Because, I mean,. I'm on that whole, uh, what was that, that Eddie Hall, di- Eddie Hall diet, that 10,000 grams. Cheesecake a day? No, it was like 10,000 calories a day. Yeah. Like that, that was my aim. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck how it gets in there. High protein, right? But other than that, yeah. he, he said, Eddie Hall said he would eat like half a cheesecake after every meal to get his calories. That's ridiculous. But that's why he had to retire because he was so unhealthy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you see him at like peak performance, if you want to call it that. But that that just that monstrous fucking gut, yeah, that he created. And it's funny because as soon as he stops being disgusting with his diet, he just leans the fuck out and just starts. He's, now he's got abs and he's all this other stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know he's doing other shit, right? That's kind of helping, but. Yeah, man. I mean, that that gut was always it always disgusted me. And what he's fucking walking around with cans of oxygen because he yeah. can barely breathe, passing out all the fucking time. I feel like he was one of my favorite strongmen. I feel like he's a little dramatic. He is very you know? dramatic. He gets on my nerves. So you know him personally? No. Oh, okay. no, just okay. watching his videos. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, he's, just, he's a bit of a shit talker, which. I feel like in any sport is you do need that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like it always sucks to be that guy, you know? Or to like cuz I'll fuck around with anybody and I'll talk a little bit of shit or whatever, especially if we're going to compete against each other. But when it comes to comp, like when we're there, I'll be cheering just as loud as everybody else, you know? Oh yeah. And I love that strongman as a community is very like that. Like you can talk shit however you want, but when we get to comp, we want Everybody to be as strong as possible. Yeah, because that pushes me. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Yeah. All right, you ready for some of these questions? Yeah, we haven't even go. hopped into that. Jesus. Um. All right. So hit me with your life, your childhood, right? So I'm looking for mostly like, where'd you grow up? What'd uh-huh. you do growing up? How was the family situation? I mean, you don't got to get deep, right? We just kind of gonna want to know what kind of made you who you are. So I've been in Oregon my whole life. Interesting. So first 10 years, I lived in uh, Burns, Oregon, a little small town in eastern Oregon. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> and then uh, second 10 years, I lived in uh, Albany, Oregon, and Corvallis, Oregon. Okay. And then the last 10 years, my wife and I have moved around a lot. Um, we lived in Pendleton for a little bit. That's where she's from. Okay. And then Jefferson with my mom and my stepdad. And then we moved to Redmond, Oregon. And then about three years ago, we moved up here to Portland, Oregon. Okay. So you you still live in Portland? Yep. So uh, we're here in Portland because she's going to med school at OHSU. Oh. 
that's, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. So you guys are both just geniuses. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, childhood is pretty boring. Um, my dad worked in construction. My mom had an at-home daycare. And then she works at a grocery store, which she still does now. Okay. My dad's retired now. Uh, my parents are divorced. Okay. I had two older sisters. Uh, they both picked on me like normal older sisters. They're supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> um, I played a lot of sports when I was a kid, but I was never, I wasn't good at anything. Right. But before lifting weights. Well, so you say sports, like what are we talking? I played um, soccer, baseball, basketball, um, track and field, uh, football. Boxing, judo. Oh shit! Yeah, I've done a lot of lot of things. Yeah, you know, uh, I I kind of am in the same boat on that one. I I, uh, I did play soccer for the longest out of everything, but uh, my body style definitely didn't keep up. It's a little hard to stop a semi. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I'm absolutely amazing at soccer, but I'm a big fucking dude. So like, I get fouls constantly because I can't stop. Mm-hmm. And when I'm coming to take the ball. I'm so used to being 150, 180 pounds when I'm playing soccer that I don't, I don't plan for it. So if I spin around, boom, anyone I run into is hitting the fucking ground, right? I'm almost 280 right now. Yeah, you don't see any big guys playing soccer. Right. That's just not a thing. I mean, so no matter how many skills you get for playing that long, it just doesn't matter. And I was in the same boat. Like, I played soccer, baseball, football, everything, right? But I was never the star of the team. I just, I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, I love fucking mm-hmm. playing sports. Not until I started lifting, right? You, you yeah. kind of find your calling somewhere. Right. And it's hard because um, I'm dealing with that with actually my, with my children right now. I don't know if you're planning on ever doing that or not, but one of the hardest parts is like, you want them to be successful, right? Yeah. Especially as competitive as I am, I want them to be ultra successful. Well, the most ultra successful people, because... Hard work is always going to trump talent, right? But if you can get someone genetically ready for a sport, like they were born to do that sport, and then have the passion involved mm-hmm. and that talent that's already there, and then you add in hard work, that person's going to the Olympics. That's the one. And they're going to win, right? Because you can work hard right. all your life, but someone who's got talent and like genetically ready... For some things, because that that I didn't understand until I really started competing. I mean, I'm gonna end up dropping into middleweight. You should. I have to. I'm five eight. <laughs> you know, like I'm getting fucked because we had like a 350 pound large ball at at dungeon one time, at dungeon fitness. We're supposed to pick up a three. I can pick up a 350 pound stone. Uh-huh. But he made it a large one. You know, he put like styrofoam balls in it or yep. shit. So I, I like I can't reach. So I humped this fucking stone for a minute because I just can't, my arms aren't long enough to get around it. It's little shit like that or, or I went against Josh Hatfield. We had a 360 pound stone, but over a 52 inch bar. So he's throwing, I'm catching them throwing, you know? like press. Right, I have to press this fucker up over the bar and I ended up getting four, but I missed two just because I didn't catch fast enough. Like I didn't get my arms off of it to get underneath it. And if it's 360 pounds stone, if you don't catch it right, you just move. 
You know, that's a that's a big ass tiny human. You know, I always call it a big ass tiny human because it's heavy as fuck, but it's so compact. You know what I mean? That would kill you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it doesn't play games. Yeah. So it's just interesting, like uh, finding that thing you were made to do. You know, it's kind of crazy to actually find that stuff out. Yeah, I started lifting weights um, in high school. My football coach, yeah. um, he made it clear if you wanted to be on varsity, you had to lift weights. So he started a before-school strength and conditioning program. Yeah. And uh, so that's when I first started doing free weights. Before that, uh, my mom, she's really into cardio. We had our own cardio room at home. Interesting. So she would exercise like one to two hours every day. Wow. Um, so... So I, I like so I like that endorphin high. Right. So yeah. I used to do lots of cardio because that's what my mom would do um, before lifting weights. And well, so I'm gonna have to throw this out there. I hope that you don't get upset. But so was your mom that hot mom that everybody wanted to bang? I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying she's doing one to two hours of cardio every day. She's probably very fit. She was fit. Right. So I mean. Everybody came to your house to hang out, right? <laughs> yeah, just throwing it so, out there. You never know. So, yeah, before lifting weights, I was pretty uh, skinny fat because okay. all I did was cardio and ab exercises. Right. And uh, we, before and after the strength training program, um, we tested our one rep maxes on our like bench press. And I was the weakest out of all my friends. Right. They all made lots of gains. And I made like a five pound gain in my bench press. Damn. So lifting never came easy to me. So okay. I feel like that's why it's so gratifying when I do make strength gains and muscle gains. So that's why I've stuck with it for so long. Interesting. So we so, have a we have a whole nother concept here. Versus that looking for the thing you're you're super passionate about because you absolutely love it and you were made to do it, versus like this was hard for you, so that's why you pushed so fucking hard. Yeah. It's challenging, right? But it's it's gratifying when it I get results. Absolutely, yeah. I love that picking up something off the ground that didn't even move before. You know, yeah. like it's it's so gratifying. And I also tell everybody the amount of strength you can actually achieve is intoxicating. Yeah, you know. Definitely. I mean, I love picking up something with one hand. Someone has to put their legs into. You know, like. Just picking up a, like a 50-pound bag off the ground and handing it to someone. <laughs> yeah. And it looks like nothing until they grab it and they're like, oh, shit. And you're like, yeah, I did that. You know? Like, yeah. We're throwing a door open way too fucking hard just because you're too goddamn strong. I love it. No, but uh, it is, right? I mean, it's just, it's crazy. And that gratification, I'm an instant gratification kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm, I'm very pushy. When it comes to my gains and my, my PRs and stuff like that, we have been PRing once a month. And, yeah, we go, we go for max week, which is, we're on that 531 program. Okay. Um, so, max week is once a month. Uh-huh. And that's just how that program works. And it's worked for, I want to say I've been doing this for like four years. And really haven't had to change much at all. You know, it's, it's a very, very simple program. And it does show results. But I am getting to the point where, like, I don't know enough to make the right types of gains that I need for my sport, if that makes any sense. Because, yeah, I'm getting stronger, but 
correlating it, doing the right accessory movements mm-hmm. to actually improve like the yoke walk or the stones or something like that, it's, it's just, I'm not getting stronger there. Yeah, strength is specific. Right. So if you want to get stronger than at the actual movements, you need to train the actual movements. Interesting. Yeah. Do you know who Sean Doyle is? Yeah. Okay, so. I've never met him personally, but I know he is. Oh, I, so I trained with him for a little bit, right? Okay. Not, and when I say trained with him, we were in the same building. Right? So, like, um, him and Tony Montgomery, mm-hmm. they, they loved each other. They'd work out constantly. Him and Tony and, and Kaylee. He, Tony was dating Kaylee at the moment. I don't know if you met her or not. She's no. a fantastic human being. She's one of my favorite people. But uh, she owns uh, Strength Union over there in Portland. But anyway, so I guess Sean Doyle, stupid fucking strong, crazy strong-ass dude, but his whole thing is he just does his main lifts. And that's it. He doesn't really do too many accessories. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do shit. He doesn't train for strong man because he's like, if you're strong, you're strong. As long as you know how to do the lift, that's how this works. And I'm like, okay. So that's been my training mentality this whole time. It's just, as long as my body is stronger, it will correlate. Uh, You only learn what you seek to learn. Right. Right? So I didn't even seek to learn that knowledge, and he threw it at me, and it's been decently working. But I love that you're saying that specific. Yeah, I trained more like a powerlifter from my first competition because that's what I did before strongman was yeah. powerlifting, and uh, I was really good the first couple events, but then I just died. I just was so fatigued because I had no conditioning from just right. doing strongman. I mean, just doing powerlifting. So strongman is it's you have to be strong and conditioned. It's not just one rep maxes. It's multiple repetitions of, of heavy weights. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, even in... Yeah, it's insane because you can do the deadlift, and I don't know a single one where you're doing single reps. Because even if you are doing one reps, it's usually, okay, now put more weight on. Yeah. You know, and that's... It's like a fucking minute of you trying to just shove as much as you possibly can, or it's like round robin, like until people just fall off and the strongest guy fucking wins. So I do like that you're saying that because fatigue is just insane. Yeah. You know, and some of these times, me being 260, 270, right, and competing against heavyweights or super heavies, which they keep fucking doing to me, there's not a lot of just heavyweights. They keep shoving me in there with the supers. (laughs) Um, I end up winning a lot of the conditioning ones, but not because I'm conditioned, just because I'm not 400 pounds. (laughs) Right. You know, so like... That's kind of all I'm getting ahead on. I would love to figure out how to just destroy everybody at everything. But we should talk about that. Do you do training and shit like that? Um, I used to. So when I went to Oregon State, I was a personal trainer at the uh, Dixon Recreation Center, the gym on campus. Okay. And then I used to teach um, the personal trainers there how to become personal trainers. Oh, shit. So I taught the trainers and training class. And then I was a general manager at a Snap Fitness, and then I would help those personal trainers with their training as well. Um, wow. And then I quit that job to go into banking because it was a better compensation and benefits. It's hard to make money in the fitness industry. Yeah. So I've been in banking the last five years. Okay, you say but, banking. What does that uh, mean? Personal banker at Bank of America. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then when my wife's a doctor, then I'll go back into training. 
Right. So we put money on, will even out a little better. Yeah. We plan on opening our own gym. Ooh. Like a health and wellness center. So it'll have a doctor practice. And then it'll have all the the strong man powerlifting, etc. Okay. Like, do you plan on having that be like... Probably not. Like, as, Or are you doing that? Like, as large as hardcore? Bigger. Bigger. Holy yeah. shit. Okay. Well, I'm into that. Yeah. I like that shit. Are you keeping... Obviously in Oregon, right? Yeah, yeah. we'll stay in Oregon. We like okay. it here. We don't know where yet. It depends on where she gets a job as a doctor. Right. That the, It's like the first year is really big after her... Um, what is it? Fucking... What do you do as soon as you get a doctor? You, you become like a trainee, right? So she has uh, four years of med school. Right. And then two years of residency. Residency. And then after residency, then she'll be a doctor. Right. So that's so. the biggest part right there, right? After residency, because... You have to get hired at a hospital. Right. It's not like there's one on every fucking corner. Plus, if you want your career to go a certain way, you're going to head a certain direction, like to a certain hospital that specializes in what you want. And uh, that, this is all Grey's Anatomy. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's all I get out of that. And that's from watching <laughs> over my wife's shoulder, too. Between the having sex with everybody, apparently, which I guess. But um, it's funny, they make that show like everybody isn't trying to bone everybody in every career. You know, like, it's only a doctor and nurse thing. No, everyone's trying to bone everybody continuously. Can mm-hmm. we stop making this so weird? But um, I think I've met... Well, when I say met your wife, I've seen you guys together, you know? Yeah. So I've seen you guys a couple times. But, uh, I don't, yeah. So I met her we, at Oregon State. We both worked at the gym there. Oh. So we've been together 10 years, married for the last four years. That's a long time. Yeah. So she doesn't compete. She did do uh, her first strong woman competition this year just for fun. Right. But she doesn't compete. How'd she do? Uh, well, she's 115 pounds. Oh. And all of her competitors, you know, had her 50 or 100 pounds more than her. So. Right. Yeah. Which one did she do? The Was Summer it? Invitational um, that Jeff Walling put on. He's he's holding the uh, ugly sweater classic. Okay. Yeah, so we gotta get together a little more. I don't know how you even found nine fucking competitions. Like, <laughs> either I'm not a big enough yeah. name, no one invites me anywhere, or like I don't know how this fucking works. Like, is there a page or a forum somewhere that has all the comps? Yeah, so there's a Strongman Corporation, and then there's United States Strongman. So there's the two federations. Right, I'm a part of both, um, but it. That's and only because I do the USS or whatever whatever that one's called. Yeah. Probably once a year. I used to. And then the the summer invitation I did, that was invitation only. So you oh. gotta be invited for that one. Interesting. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Gotta be invited. I need more friends. <laughs> I'm never invited <laughs> to anything. No, but I, I really would love to um because you see me, I got I got a bunch of dudes with me, right? Yeah. The, the whole crew, right? Yeah. And um, I, I tell them constantly, I am not a personal trainer, right? I need to be very clear on that because I fucking hate when people walk in and train people the wrong way. Oh, yeah. Right? So I let them know, I'm going to help you as much as I can with the experience that I've gained. But I need you to know I'm not a fucking personal trainer. If you're doing something wrong, I'm not going to know how to fix it unless it's, it's something I've dealt with personally. You know what I mean? So, like... I just need them to know that shit because, like I said, I fucking hate those guys that come in and think they can just personal train anybody. Mm-hmm. Sure. But um, 
I would love to learn. That's one of the things I want to learn is how to train other people because I seem to do very, very well. You're always going to do better with someone with you, at least in my opinion. Some people are solo, which you kind of seem to be a little bit solo. I am. But uh, I, I love having at least one person. Like for spotting purposes, it just makes me feel safer. You know, uh, especially with squats and shit. I, I got a, I had a really bad time hitting 500 the first time. I got stuck on the bottom with a person who said they knew how to spot and he put his foot on the bar and just pushed it forward. Yeah, if we didn't raise the straps like a couple inches, that would have just landed on my neck and I would have died. Jeez. I barely made it out from under that fucking thing the way it was. And so, like, for me, this weight, the weight we lift, like, mm -hmm. my squat's pretty decent, you know? Like, that shit will kill you. You know, like, you can die. I also popped a fucking hamstring on the way up with 700 on my back. And so I literally just started twisting because this knee just was going inward. And luckily, I had two dudes on the side and then one dude behind me where they were able to rack it. But I was blacked out. Almost all the yeah. way up. Like, so I didn't even know, like, if they weren't there, I would have just eventually just went down. Who fucking knows which direction? Yeah. I always lift with safeties since right. I lift solo. Um, does that, does that, like, when I started lifting, I was very solo, and I would, like, bench with the clips on and be like, you're going to get it or you're going to die. You know, like, that was my mentality on that shit. I know it's not safe and and all that other crap, but is that more of something you kind of head towards, or? I've tried lifting partners in the past, and they just either, they just don't work out. They just, they're always showing up late, or they just stop coming, or they're just not motivating. They just drag my workouts down. Yeah. And they just, or they just can't keep up with me, so. Yeah, it, it is a little, it's a little rough. I'm, I'm a bit of a social butterfly. Yeah. So you start me talking, and I won't stop. You know, so like, I do feel like sometimes if the person I'm lifting with is starting to get tired or something like that, they'll just start talking to me, mm -hmm. and then we'll get way off track, and it's like an hour later, and we did two things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I do really enjoy in there lifting by myself, and I'm more of a, I don't know how you explain everybody's lifts, like what type of lifters people are. I'm a hatred lifter. Like, I hate me enough and everything around me to like, that helps push me. But it's hard to do that when I'm with people because I don't hate the people I'm with. Yeah. Right? Like, because I can stare in the mirror at me and be like, fuck you, and like, really get this. You know what I mean? Versus just, I think I should be a little mm -hmm. bit more of a solo lifter, but I do want to know enough to help the people that I want to get, that want to actually get into this. You know what I mean? Like, to be able to help, because the four guys, four or five guys we're lifting with, they wouldn't have done this if I didn't push them to do it. You know what I mean? Like, my buddy Martin's my best friend. Like, he's almost fallen all the way off, right? He's dealing with a lot of work shit and whatever. But when he started lifting, I helped him do that. Like, well, I helped him get into it and do all that other stuff. And I just love... I feel like it's more of a building the community thing than anything yeah. else. You know, I mean, this community is absolutely amazing. And people are always, like... I've had people where I'm like, go try the gym. Like, go into hardcore. Like, you're going to love it. Blah, blah, blah. They walk in, and they walk right out. They're like, that place was fucking scary. You know? Like, there was a huge dude in the corner, like, lifting what looked like six, seven, a thousand pounds, you know? And, but it's really like, 
most of the people in there are sweethearts. You go ask them for a spot, anyone would. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, the bigger the dude, the probably nicer he is. You know, he hates himself, not you. You know, <laughs> like yeah. he's huge for a reason, but um, it's just, it. I would love to build a community. And I feel like that's what getting people started and getting people, at least like on the main lifts, figuring out what they need to do, what their body type is for for their lifts and all that other shit. Yeah, it's growing. When Hardcore started, I was the only strong man. Yeah. And now we have uh, Aaron and Brady and um, Jasper. and um, Is Jasper still there? He comes every once in a while. Okay. Uh, we're working out together tomorrow at Jeff's house for the Ugly Sweater Classic. Okay. Jeff's house. Yeah, all of us and Austin. Okay. And Austin. Yeah, so Jeff lives in Staten. Yeah, I don't even know where that is. That north like, or south? Yeah, south by south. Salem. Oh, wow. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Oh, that's the oh, that's the dude who came to the... He took first place at the the heavyweights at that competition at Hardcore, right? No, Jeff didn't compete at Hardcore, but he was there okay. as a spectator. Who am I thinking of? Uh, Robert? Robbie? I don't know. I don't Big know. old fucking dude. Oh, the Ronnie? Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie actually got second. It was a scoring miscalculation, and Jasper actually won. Oh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Poor Craig. He got beat up on that fucking comp. He got beat up hard. Um, yeah, that was a tough competition with only him and his wife doing everything. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, like, 115. I mean, it, well, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to run a show, and then when you have, like, first of all, the hands in that show just helping dripping fucking is hot as balls and these guys are fucking busting ass just dripping sweat the log burning the girl's thighs yeah yeah she was fucking pissed yeah that was pretty yeah so that's the thing too like what are you gonna do have her go again like that's how these comps go you just gotta do it quick right it doesn't burn stop leaving it on your legs that's her fucking problem you know like no, but it was, yeah, the, the burning of the legs. I mean, just him and his wife. I mean, he's basically commentating the entire thing, getting yeah. the thing continuing, while she by herself has to calculate everything. Like, that was too fucking intense. And it sucks the way it all went down. And Yeah, because I know Dean really well. And then yeah. uh, I know uh, Dion. Yeah. Uh, we hung out a little bit, too. And, and so I kind of called and was like, what the fuck is going on? What happened? And, you get both sides to a story. Really, who gives a shit? Because um, that shit happens in comps. You know, um, that's one of the things. Like, you got to get your reps in in comps because shit like that happens. Like that girl who burnt her legs. You're not getting another shot. You either push through it, yeah, or you don't. Like, I mean, that's it. And, and it does suck because well, the other girls got got it cooled down a little bit for them. Okay, this is strong man. You know, <laughs> like yeah. There's very little rules, but the rules that are are like you get one shot. That's it. So it's just it's interesting. God, he got fucking beat up on that one. Man, like it just did not go well. And the the thing is, he runs great comps. Yeah, especially powerlifting. I've oh, never yeah. seen someone just bang through Those a powerlifting so like that. Yeah, he's very good at that shit. Yeah, he makes me rock hard. I love Craig. <laughs> <laughs> No, but he's, he's also a good lifter, and I love the... I actually had to stop going at about, like, 10 or 11. I don't think he listens to these anymore. <laughs> but uh, just because he's there, 
And it's not that I don't like him being there. It's just he comes over like, hey, what's up? What are you doing? How are you doing? And I'm like, I'm lifting, dude. Like, so you know what you should be doing, like, on the phone. Which I appreciate the help and all that other stuff, but, like, I get nothing done when he's there because he just wants to chat, you know? Yeah, he likes to talk, but... Yeah. It's never, like, that's what I'm saying. It's not a bad thing. It's just more of, like, I need to plan my day better. (laughs) Like, going at night again. Because, fuck, dude, I got to get my workout in. I'm sick of being there for... I've been in the gym at night sometimes until, like, 2, 3 in the morning now. And it's just... There's a lot going on, personally. And so, the more hatred I have, the more gym I get. You know, so... Anyways, um, family, you're married... Um, been together for 10. Yep. Married for four. Okay, what sports did you play? We kind of went over all that stuff. Um, why strongman? Like, you started lifting. So, Mike said it's, I'm actually good at strongman. Right. Like, I wasn't good at any of the sports growing up. Um, I, after, you know, I started lifting weights, um, I liked actually seeing my body change, getting stronger. Right. Um, I started first five years lifting. I did just bodybuilding. I just wanted to, uh, you know, have like ripped physique. Right. So that, that's why you look kind of the way you do already. Yeah. I still incorporate bodybuilding into my workouts. So I do. I do strongman powerlifting and some bodybuilding accessories at the end. Shit. So, um, so yeah, I did bodybuilding five years, and then at um, when I was at Oregon State, one of the guys at the gym was like. Dude, your deadlift's really strong. Have you ever done powerlifting before? And I was like, "What's powerlifting?" Right. And uh, he's like, "Oh, you just squat, bench, deadlift." And I looked it up, and there was a competition coming up in uh, Newport, Oregon, as the West Coast Open, and that was in 2011. So that was the first time I competed in powerlifting, and I set the uh, Oregon Junior deadlift record at 628 pounds. Jesus. Had a body weight of 198. Wow. Um, so I'm like, wow, I'm really good at this. Yeah. So I competed in powerlifting for the next, like, five years. And then when my wife and I moved to Redmond, Oregon, Dean, the Oregon Strongman Corp chair, right. that's where he coaches. And um, so he you had out with him? Uh, well, he has his Strongman equipment available to use. Okay. So... Uh, my first workout, I just tried all the strongman stuff. I did the yoke, the farmers, the log, the axle, the sled, everything. I'm like, this is super fun. It's way funner than powerlifting. Yeah. And it was actually, he just did feats of strength. Um, so I missed that year's competition. So I trained a whole year uh, until the feats of strength in 2016. Right. So that was my first strongman. Yeah, because looking at this one, the shirt you got on, that's the 2017. Right, you never know what shirt you're wearing, do you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't either. They're like, hey, where, where's that at? And I'm like, I don't um, know. It fucking says somewhere. But, uh, this might have been the first one. I don't remember. Just oh, well, so I did the one before that. And it was uh, it was like bright green or some shit like that. Okay, I don't think I did that. So this must have been my first comp. Was that your first one? Okay. Well, shit. I have them all up on the wall on the other side of this. But, uh, yeah, so I remember that year. I did I did better that year I guess that was the year I took third place behind those those uh, Grenadian guys. Okay. But, yeah, man, those guys were funny. Anyways, yeah, so and so strongman. I skipped it a little bit because you kind of went over it. Okay, yeah. If you could have 
everything you need to work out, would you rather a public but serious gym or a home gym? Home gym. Home for gym. Because sure, I just work out on my own. So if I could have everything at hardcore, just in my garage, yeah. I would work out at home. But, but I, when you say everything, do you mean like... All the strongman implements. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, some of that stuff, like, it's nice to be able to have the option to use some of that stuff, but I don't know about how necessary it is, like, for my sport. You know what I mean? I mean, I can't think of a thing offhand, but just curling for the girls is always a thing to do. Yeah. So, eventually, I plan on having my own gym. Right. So, so that would be your home gym. Yeah. That'd be cool. All right. Well, you're more of a solo person. Proudest, what's your proudest achievement? Um, like I said, setting that Oregon Junior Delif record. That so was your first one, huh? Yeah, that was probably my proudest moment, setting that. That's cool. How old were you? So I think junior class went, goes to your like 22, and I think I was like, I think I was 21 or 22. Damn. Or I think I was 22, and the class goes to your 23. Interesting. Yeah. So, unfortunately, it's been beaten now. Right. I don't have the... You put it up there once. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, it's like, <coughs> finally had validation of, like, all my hard work paid off. Okay. So, I like that. Yeah. Because yeah, sometimes you do need that validation. I mean, I will bust our ass in the gym for hours a day, and then without competition, I feel like, where would that come from? Because, like, sure, you can look greater and you can feel stronger, but going out there and smashing everybody else is kind of the best way to <laughs> <Yeah>. do it. <laughs> okay, what was your hardest loss? Um, I don't know what my hardest like strongman loss would be because um, if I lost, I just wasn't the strongest man right. that day. But I'd say my hardest um, like setback in my mm -hmm. like sporting career would be in football, I tore my MCL in my knee, mm. and the week before I tore it, I had my best performance, and uh, I was actually finally going to start in the next football game. Damn. Because um, we had a big team, we had like 100 people, so it's you had to be really good to start on varsity. And unfortunately, two guys in practice, they on the uh, two of the heaviest guys on the team were engaged. And they fell into my knee, and my knee went sideways, oh, and I tore my MCL. And, uh, yeah, my strength just went way down because I couldn't do anything. So that was my biggest setback. That sucks, man. I had a, uh, I wrestled, right? I was actually pretty good at that. But uh, one of the first times they were going to let me wrestle varsity, um, at, you know, they announced it the night before of who's going to be a varsity, who's going to be JV, who's going to be wrestling who. Um, most of the time, you know who varsity is, but I had just beat out the, the varsity guy. Nice. And so I knew it was going to be me. Well, the guy, I would wrestle this guy, Tatulu Kamatule, and uh, he was two weight classes above me. And the reason I did that is because that's what made me good. Because you wrestle, I was in the 189 weight class, and he was in the heavyweights. So once I started wrestling guys my own weight, I'm like, this is fucking easy. I've been thrown around by Tatulu constantly, right? Well, he got mad because we were playing a game like uh, it was if you take someone down, they're out. And so there's four of us. 
and so you're trying to stay in, mm -hmm. right? So he's the heavyweight, and it's all the 189 and 210 guys. We're on there. We're all wrestling. And so basically me and Tatulu was the hardest rounds, and I finally got him after about four, and he went down, so they're like, you're out, you know? Like, everybody, it kind of humiliated him a little bit because he, w he was in the whole time. Because he's not only varsity, he's a fucking monster, right? Yeah. And, um, and so he came in and suplexed me. Oh, after that, and I landed right on my neck, and I couldn't move for like hours. Like I had to be helped up and, and like walked out, and it wasn't really like a like a snap or anything like that. It's just the way I landed; my whole fucking body felt like it hurt. And I'm just laying there, because that's what they had me do, right? At first, they just laying me down. It's like so. Twenty minutes later, after everybody's done, I'm still just laying there, just like looking at the sky, just fucking pissed off. And he's like, oh, mentioning varsity. He's like, well, we know who's not wrestling varsity tomorrow. Oh. And I was like, that just fucking killed. Because I'm like, finally, I get to do varsity, and then what? Fuck you, Tatula. Yeah. Anyways, but so what I'm saying is I get that feeling, you know? Like, you finally get there, and then something dumb happens, you know? Yeah. and. It sucks you hear all these guys like, oh, I, I did this in college, I did this in college, and but I tore this, and like I would have went to the NFL or, or whatever, right? And you never know who to believe because some people benched a thousand pounds in high school, <laughs> right? You know? But it's just it does suck because shit like that does happen. Um, all right, yeah. So what's your favorite like lifting event, and then uh, what's your favorite workout lift? Deadlift. And deadlift. Deadlift and deadlift, okay. So when you yeah. say that, like, what what about that is so intriguing to you? It's, I'm good at it. just my best event. Okay. I almost always win deadlift if it's in a competition. Nice. So I'm just built for it. Yeah? Long arms. Yeah, for real. Got a wingspan on you. So those, those huge... Uh, the big stones don't really bother you much, do they? Well, uh, last time, like I said, I pulled my armpit yeah. in the stones. Time for that, pulled my bicep. Oh. So if I could just quit pulling something. Yeah. You'd be good then. Yeah, I can get my arms around the big stones. Fuck. You need some big ass arms too, man. But it oh. makes benching tough. Oh, right. That's <laughs> yeah. long. That'd be a long... It's would, long range of motion. you got to figure out how to do that weird uh, pyramid neck curl thing that everyone does. That they're like four feet in the air with their stomach and oh, do those yeah. little two-inch benches. Yeah, fuck all that, dude. I feel like a real bench is like from chest up, you know? Like right. flat back. I mean, not even flat back. Because there is... Craig actually taught me how to fucking tuck in and, and do it correctly, right? And then I was watching videos like Ed Cohen. I can never get the shoulder tuck right. And then Ed Cohen's like, put this shoulder in that pocket. And for some some reason, sometimes people just say things and it clicks. And you're like, oh. Yeah. So instead of like pushing down, which is what I was doing, I'm shoving them actually in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Changed the whole fucking game. It was crazy. Yeah. But I, I, I love deadlift too. And you are ahead of me in deadlift. But that's okay, just for now. Um, <laughs> all right. You know which question's next. I never know how you're going to feel about it, how anybody's going to feel about it. Steroids. 
in sports, in strongman, mm-hmm. all that other thing. Um, what are your thoughts on that? And then we'll go into if you were to do steroids or if you do, if you want to talk about it at all, um, what do you use? So, okay. so it's it's your body. Do what you want. Okay. You no. Know? Um, but performance enhancing drugs are in all sports. Right. You know, even drug tested doesn't mean drug free. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you don't have to use to be great. But if you want to be, you know, Mr. Olympia or World Strongest Man, they're definitely using. Absolutely. Um, and anyone who thinks that that ripped up dude on Instagram is not on steroids is insane. Yeah. Because, I mean, to get that fucking shredded and that big, it's just without a hundred years to work on your maximum body, which, I mean, that's the thing. you got to deal with, like, as you get to a point where maybe you would be able to put on that kind of muscle and all you're starting to decay. You know what I mean? Like, how many years can you put into it to get that big and that strong before you start falling off physically? Because that's what life does. Yeah. You know, so it, it's really frustrating that people get pretty upset about that kind of shit. Um, but um, I've known a lot of guys that have, they just don't know how to make gains naturally, so yeah. they jump on gear. Mm. Or um, I have a friend that he actually almost died um, overdosing on steroids. His liver and kidneys shut down. Yeah. So he was using way too many toxic compounds. And then I've known other guys that, um, they started when they were in their teens, mid-teens. Damn. And, you know, we don't know the effects that steroids can have on a developing body. Right. Because um, it's unethical to study. Yeah. You know? That is a very good point. How the fuck would we even <laughs> figure that out? Right. Shit. Yeah, and on that, I mean, uh, I'm pretty open about most of that shit. Uh, I'm on quite a bit, and I have actually had to... Uh, the last <laughs> last cycle I did... I was like, well, I'll have some of that and some of this, and hey, look at that, and I'll just throw this in there too. Like, why not? Fuck it. And then I would go to the doctor, and he's like, he's like, there's like protein in your pee because like the shit you're taking is breaking down your liver into like protein somehow. And like, I'm like, all right, so we'll stop doing this and that over there and this one, you know? Like, so right now I'm on a pretty basic fucking cycle as it is. It's like 200 trend, 500 tests. That's where I'm at. Like, and that's like stupid low levels for people who really get into it, you know? And that's kind of what I'm doing. Um, I, I was taking, I'll just kind of throw it all out there. I'm taking, I was taking Winstrol, Clen, Anastrozole, all for like cutting, right? And then, um, then I'm taking Tren and Test at the same time too, but it was 400 Tren and a 1,000 test just because I mean I feel like the more the better right like apparently that's not how this works <laughs> but uh, the doctor kind of changed my mind a little bit so I had to get a new doctor because the last doctor I had literally took me in a room and yelled at me for about a half an hour which I do understand that some people don't quite understand I know they're not good for you I get it I knew that I know it can kill me yeah I know but um the biggest thing for me is that like I, I'm I understand the risks and I'm taking them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't need you to just yell at me about how stupid I am. So I ended up finding a new doctor. And this doctor's like, Well, we should figure out if you should be doing not so much. And I'm like, Great, here comes another fucking 
dude to tell me how to live my life, right? He's like, well, no, because like your body can all, probably only process so much. He's like, so let's try and cut back here and over here and kind of see like, is there even a difference? Like, is there a difference in you taking that much? Because you're, you're probably just shoving it in your body and it's not even doing anything besides just dissipating, you know? And I'm like, wow, you actually give a shit and you're trying to help out here, you know? Like, because I know the more steroids, the more risk, right? right. Definitely. But, so you have to fight this whole balance of like how much is maximum effective without overdoing it because what he was telling me was like the more you put in your body the more risk there is right. and if you're adding more unnecessarily you're adding more risk for no gain <coughs> I just love that he explained it you know what I mean like that, I'm that type of person like you're not going to tell me what the fuck to do I'm probably going to argue with you <coughs> that might be my dog hold on I'm trying to eat somebody alright so let's go oh if money wasn't an issue what would you fill your day with Let's hit that. So, if money wasn't an issue, I would just work out all day. All day? Yeah. So, because I love working out. Um, Sorry. You're good. <clears throat> Come inside. Come inside. Here, you want to run? Run. Hey, dude. Come on. I'm doing something. Go inside. So yeah, like I said, I just work out all day long if I could, because it's what I love doing. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too is you gotta find out what you're passionate about. Now he's not gonna shut up. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, if I could, I would train. <laughs> Fuck. I'm sorry, dude. Hold on. People get it. I don't fucking edit this bullshit. I could train, you know, more than just two hours a day, right. like uh, like CrossFits, you know, Fittest Man on Earth, whatever they, you know, <coughs> they're able to train like all day long, you know. If so, if I could, I would want to train to be, you know, next winner of the CrossFit Games. I wish I could, you know, make the Olympics. Oh, but. The amount of training needed to be good at all those things, I'd have to quit my job and just just train all day long. Yeah, that's hard, man. Yeah, and I, I love lifting too, but like, I'm wondering. So, from a perspective of somebody who I would almost call a professional in this general conversation, right? Because you have degrees, you got yeah. all that other stuff going on. How much of that is unnecessary? Like, if you were to work out all day, every day, <coughs> when does well, it stop being effective? It's just the 
the technical proficiency I need to have to be good at all of the like Olympic lifts. Like it would take a lot of hours for me to be good at those. Because I, I have the strength, but I don't have the right. the the balance, the endurance, and just the technical proficiency. Because I've tried to snatch before. I can whip three hundred pounds over my head if I wanted to, but catching it, yeah, no, not yeah. doing it right. Right. Because <coughs> that, uh, I tell everybody, like Olympic lifting, that's like ninety percent technique. You know, if you can figure that shit out, definitely, you can do a whole lot of that. And I do agree with the whole. You could just spend days and days and days just figuring out how to pop it off your off your hips. Doing it absolutely correctly, having that land at the top, with your shoulders in the right position, all that other shit, you know. So yeah. it's interesting. Sorry, I just chased my dog. I'm still winded. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, oh, I skipped one. Strongman Idol. Who oh, is it? Um, the only five-time world strongest man, Maritz Pujanowski. Yeah, he's uh, he's not just strong, but he's also ripped. You yeah. know, he's. Like a lot of the strong men now are, they're unhealthily fat, where yeah. he, you know, is, you know, muscular. Right. He, so, he looks amazing. Yeah. So <clears throat> I want to, you know, I want to look like a bodybuilder, but be a, you know, record holding powerlifter, and, uh, you know, earn my pro card in strongman. Right. That's my goals. Okay. I like that because uh, he was actually the one who <clears throat> made me realize that, like, you don't have to just be this fat blob. Right. You know? I mean, which is fantastic because he also... I like him a lot. He's one of one of my idols as well. Um, but the only reason... <clears throat> the main reason is because he fights. I do kickboxing and, and yeah. all that other shit. So, like, he may not be the best, right? But the fact that he has enough courage, first of all... And then training and ability to be able to step in a ring, being that fucking giant, I love it. And he's Polish like me. And he's Polish. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's fantastic. You're Polish. Yep. And then uh, Mateusz Kielikowski, he's also Polish. Okay. So they're both, they're both you know, fitter, strong men. Interesting. So, like, just strong-ass people come from Poland, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> I also like here. Brian Shaw, Rob right. Kearney, you know. There's, like there's always the ones that, at the top. Brian is one of my favorites, just because of um, his general, I feel like he's like the nice guy, you know, yeah. like he's just a really cool dude. I love that he started his own Strongman events, um, really to make sure that Strongman actually get paid. Yeah. You know, I mean, more people would do it if, if you get a little paid, because the amount of money we spend to get ready for a competition is insane. Yeah, I mean, money-wise, or food-wise, <clears throat> um, equipment-wise, all of those Because I'm not buying a fucking $20 belt. There's no way. I mean, I've been there, done that, and it is not helpful at all. So, you got to spend like 100 bucks at least on your belts. Yeah. Get that good shit, you know? I mean, I'm not... I'm putting weight. I'm putting up weight, you know? Like, I'm not trying to fuck me up. So, yeah. not to mention steroids are expensive. <laughs> And then Shaw Strength is also sponsoring the competition in December. The Ugly Sweater. What? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, he got a lot of good sponsors. That's fantastic. You know, one of the things I really have always wanted to do was to become, like, a, like one of the state reps yep. for, like, either 
either um, NAS or the other one, USS. I think it's USS. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I know they were, they were husband and wife. I know that whole fun-loving story on right. that one. But the thing is, it's like it, to me, it doesn't matter. But uh, I do sales. And so I feel like I can really bring in a lot because, like, I could get real sponsors. Like Shaw Strength. How many people have asked? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, you think about Brian Shaw. Who would have the sack to go ask him to sponsor one of their competitions? And, I mean, out of all those people, who would he deem worthy enough to actually sponsor? Right? Like, he's sponsoring this thing. He makes money. Yeah. He makes a lot of money. Not really on Strongman. Even the winnings, like, I think 50 grand, right? Well, the prize money's gone way up this year. Interesting. Yeah. Rogue Invitational was 130000 Damn. For first. And even last, I think, got 5000 Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, <clears throat> he's, he's making good money, you know? And I love the fact that he's really trying to spread the wealth, you know, really trying to help everybody out and, and build this as a community. You know, he was made to be a strong man. Definitely. Yeah, so he's actually one, he's my top idol just because of his, like I said, his attitude and his want to build a community. And I want to be, I want, I'll be a state rep eventually. Just depends on which state or maybe which country. Ooh. Well, they should have more than one rep. <clears throat> like they really should. Oregon, you have Dean Muncy as Strongman Corp. And then you have Andrew for USS. Yeah. And then Washington, you have too. Grant Higa for Strongman Corp. Right. And then you have Mike Cromer. I think that's his name. Yeah. Out of the Tri-Cities for USS. Yeah, Captain doesn't doesn't push press. Yeah. Captain strict press, you know. Have you ever seen him lift? Yeah. God damn it, dude. He's one of my favorite human beings. He's like, I'm not going to pop it. That makes it easier. Like, well, you're in a competition. He's like, they can't beat me anyways. Not an overhead press. I'm like, fucking... I love the confidence. So he just competed at the official Strongman Games. Oh, with, shit. And then uh, he did good in the overhead press, but Big Z beat him. Of course. And yeah. um, uh, the sh short guy with the bald, wrinkly head. Oh, what's his fucking name? Dimitar? Yeah, Dimitar. He, he won the overhead. Okay. Yeah. That man, so he used to train with my first coach ever, Jeff Pearson. I don't know if you know who he is. So he used to train with uh, Dimitar. I guess Jeff's dad was a strong man too. So yeah. I don't know how all that worked. But uh, apparently he was a circus performer. Yeah, he looks like it. He was a circus. Yeah, he was a circus strongman. So like like trucks driving over him and shit. Like, and that's why he's. I think he still holds the world record right now for the circus dumbbell. I think uh, Mateus Matush, whatever how you say his name. I think he beat Did it he get a couple it? years ago. Fuck. Before he tore his tricep. <clears throat> okay, okay. Wrong on that one. That's fine. <laughs> it's all right. You're allowed to be wrong. Um, but he is also the, the strong man. He's like one of the most famous strong man memes, too. Yeah. Of him picking up that fucking stone. But, yeah, I love that guy. He's he's a weird human, but he's strong. He's doing a lot of equipped shit lately. I've, I've been oh, seeing really? his videos. He's Yeah, he's always got a squat suit on. He's always got... It's fucking crazy. I've tried one. Have you ever tried one on? A squat suit? I have not. No. <laughs> Fuck, man. I'm going to try a deadlift suit on tomorrow. Oh, Even shit. I can't really deadlift. Right. I'm just trying to... I'm trying to... I'm going to buy one because, like, at the official Strongman Games, you need a suit because everyone else has a suit. What? Yeah. 
Oh, that makes me so sad. Like, nationals, they don't allow the suit, so I'm not going to use one for nationals. But. Right. Yeah, but that's the same thing, like, <clears throat> why wouldn't you wear a belt if it's legal? You right. Know? Like, yeah. Or knee wraps if you can. That's smart. Let me know how that goes, because I've seen people use them, and it's pretty funny to to have them like connect to the bar you think they're going to do sumo and then they just have to like work their feet in mm-hmm. it's funny to watch but yeah squat suit we did that we hooked it up to the mono lift and I literally had to like go up on a bunch of boxes and step into it <laughs> yeah. and like try and use my body weight to shove me in it it hurt my penis like a lot how much did you get, get out of it uh, I just got in the suit oh I didn't try and... Well, that was the thing, too. I was with uh, with a dude, Ben Crutcher. It was one of his suits. So it was a little big, too. A little bigger than I was. But uh, he also didn't want to just, like, start throwing crazy weight on it, either. You know? Equipped lifting is its own... It's its own fucking thing. Yeah. You know? So if you don't know how to do it, don't throw, like, six, seven hundred pounds on it. Right? I mean... <clears throat> that was his thing. Or he just didn't want to deal with it. Sounds more like Ben. Um... All right, so your goals. You said a little bit about your goals. We're trying to hit your financial, your gym, and your professional goals for the next 5, 10, and 20 years. Yeah, so financially, um, we're good since I work at a bank. I'm good with the finances. Yeah. But uh, once my wife's a doctor, um, I'm basically going to retire and be a stay-at-home dad. Interesting. And then I want to get back into strongman coaching. So do you have a kid already? No, we want to... Maybe next year. Right. You're doing the smart thing. Yeah. Having a child when you should. <laughs> yeah. Not just popping them out. I like that. Yeah. <clears throat> and then Jim. Um, so I want to win nationals. Right. Um, USS nationals is in June. Strongman Corp nationals is in October. And then the official Strongman Games is in November. So, so the, those are the quick three, three big shows. Because um, I know that for a while, NAS was the only one recognized by World's Strongest Man um, to be able to compete. Like, Is that mm-hmm. different now? So there are USS competitions where you can get Arnold qualifiers. Okay. Um, so it really just depends on what like world-wide competition you want to do. Yeah. Because USS heads towards Arnold. And then NAS is like world's strongest man. Or how does that work? Well, so now (laughs) the official strongman games, the top three um, in the open class, they all qualify for Giants Live shows. And then Giants Live, you can go to world's strongest man. Okay, that's what I meant then. Oh, so you have to do like either Arnold or or any of these comps to go to Giants Live. Yeah. And then Giants Live puts you in worlds. I think you can qualify for worlds from Arnold's and Giants Live shows. Okay. And then uh, Strongman Corp, the winners of that go to the Arnold as well. Interesting. So there's an amateur Arnold and then there's a professional Arnold in Strongman. Wow. So it's really opening up. Yeah. Because I know, yeah, when I first started all this, USS was, I don't know if he was just trying to get his feet wet or what. Like, he, <clears throat> his cards didn't count, his pro cards or anything like that. Like, I was told NAS is the only one that matters. Yeah, so USS, you don't earn a pro card if you win. Um, but you do earn a pro card if you win NAS or Strongman Corp. Interesting. So it, it is still that way then. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, shit. But this upcoming <clears throat> USS Nationals... 
the, the winner gets like a sponsorship and they have a pound for pound um, cash prize on the deadlift. So the winner, if let's say I deadlift 800 and I win, I get 800 bucks and the mammoth bar. Ooh, yeah. the mammoth bar. So those are good prizes. Yeah, I've always wanted to touch one of those. <laughs> they look fancy. Yeah, so that's what we're trying out tomorrow at Jess. <clears throat> the mammoth bar? The mammoth bar, yeah. How much is that fucking thing? I think it's like 800 bucks or something. Damn. Yeah, I can't wait. I, so my one of my plans with the gym is I do want to own a gym as well. I think everyone does who who is serious about lifting, right? But one of my things is I want a multiple level gym. <clears throat> and each level will be a different type of training, right? So like your bottom level, that's going to be your real strength training, right? Like your power lifting, your strong man, mm-hmm. all that other shit. Then we're going to go up to like your normal level, which will be like your your commercial gym style, right? And you're going to have like your <clears throat> CrossFit in there. You're going to have your just bodybuilding, all that other shit. Then we're going to go up to like... Um, Martial arts, kickboxing, jujitsu, all that other shit. Uh, it's gonna be on another level. One that, you know, you can't drop a thousand pounds on the top level. You know what I mean? Like yeah. kind of shit like that. So, I would love to have it. Almost look, I, I see it in my own mind as like a giant dojo. You know what I mean? Like a Japanese architectural building. But we'll see. I might just get rich enough just to build one. That's the plan. But, yeah. yeah. But who knows if I'll even be in this country by then? So we'll see. I've traveled all over this, all over the United States, and this is seriously one of the most beautiful parts. It's absolutely amazing. So if I live in the United States, it'll be here. Yeah. But um, there's too many beautiful places in the world to not, not travel. You ever traveled anywhere? I don't travel much. You know? we, we're just really busy with, because my wife's in med school, she's always studying. Right. So eventually we'll travel. We've done a couple cruises in the Caribbean. How are those? They're good. Really? Yeah. I hear people either love or hate these cruise things. The first one was amazing because it was such a new experience. Okay. The um, all-you-can-eat buffets and the just all the entertainment on the ship. Like, there's an ice skating rink. There's what theaters. The there's a casino. There's so much to do. It's it's crazy how big these cruise ships are. Wow. Second cruise wasn't as fun because it's like we already have done everything. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to do a Disney one too. Hey, kids. You know yeah. how that goes. But, uh, yeah, that's crazy, man. I've been to Italy, Germany, France, uh, El Salvador, and Dominican Republic. Those are the places I've been. But I, want, I definitely want to do some Asian shit like uh, Thailand, Japan, China. I want to see everything. Yeah. By the time I die, I want to have said I've I've literally seen it all. It'd be fucking sweet. Yeah. Apparently it's expensive. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. What is the biggest thing you've pulled? Now, not deadlift wise. I'm talking <laughs> like thing, thing. Yeah. So the uh, by myself, it was a Oregon Duck Bus, which was twenty four thousand pounds. Jeez. And then, as a group. It was the plane pole we did. Really? Which was 35,000 pounds. Okay. I'm glad I was a part of that. That was a lot yeah. of fun, man. That was really fun. Yeah. I love that we won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was a plus. But, yeah, that was a lot of fun, too. Yeah, and I, cool. I just didn't expect it to be as energetic as it was. 
you know. I thought it was really just for funsies to begin with. I didn't know we were actually like raising money and like, yeah. like there was a prize involved. I didn't know it was a competition. Yeah, but it was pretty fun. I was I was awesome. That's well, cool that I got to be a part of one of the biggest things you pulled. Yeah. Nice. All right. These. Oh, that's all you have, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Now on to my dumbass questions of the week. You ready? Let's hear them. <clears throat> what secret society would you start? Like, if you could create a secret society and, like, your whole goal was one thing, what would it be? It's okay for it to be weird. What? Yeah, secret society. I'm talking, like, the Illuminati just wants to kill people, right? Uh-huh. At least as far as I'm aware. Um, the Masons want to build things. I don't fucking know. You know, like, you got a secret society? Like, what would you do? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> what would you do? Oh. Shit. I'm supposed to ask the questions. All right. Let me think here. What would I do? Actually, if I wanted a secret society, what I would do is I would create a school of open-minded learning. That would be my secret society, because you'd have to be invited in. Right? Because I don't want to talk to somebody who, if I have a conversation with somebody, I want to be able to have a different opinion with someone and be able to discuss it. Not be yelled at about how incorrect I am. You know? Because I'm very open to changing my mind. Very open to that. If you can prove why I should. Right? So, like I think Socrates and Plato and all that other stuff, they used to have these schools where open-minded people would come together and they would just talk. But, but why, I, would, why would you make it secret? Because not, not everyone deserves to be in this fucking school. <laughs> Have you ever, you've talked to people. Oh, yeah. Right? You've talked to humans. That Most of them suck. You know? Like, I mean, you try to have a conversation and they're like this whole right-wing, left-wing fucking all this other bullshit. Like, I would love, if we can't have an actual conversation about it, I, you, you don't get to come. It's a secret. You know what I mean? Like, and not, I'm not saying I'm the best judge of character either, but I'm pretty damn good at knowing, like, who I would like to conversate with. So that's my secret society. Well, I'd like to make a society of strongmen, but I wouldn't keep it secret. I'd have everyone, right. Everyone's welcome. We could be, like, secret strongmen Avengers. That'd be hot. Just beat up domestic violence people. Not the pe- no, that was the wrong way to say that, wasn't it? The abusers, yeah. not the abusees. Shit. Anyways, moving on. All right. If you were oh, here we go. I like this one. If you were arrested with no explanation at all, what would you think everyone would think you did? You're arrested. You're in jail. No one knows why, but they know you're in jail. Probably stole money because I work at a bank. All right. Fine. So you're you're a financial you're a financial advisor or you're just a, a well, banker. My title is a relationship banker. Okay. Um, so I do I'm in sales and operations, so I can do all the checking, savings, credit cards, auto loans. Right. So my my wife worked at Chase for like six years, and she was a teller, an LOA, uh, an LTOS, a banker, a fucking like she's been everywhere. So. I mean, I get what you're saying you do. I just... Are people ever scared of you? 
Like when they walk in, they're like, oh, I'd like to start the bank. You're like, sit. I will keep your money safe. You know, like. Um, I don't know if they're <laughs> scared of me or not. So stealing money from the bank. Uh, okay. There was this one time when I was um, at the cash as a teller, and this person walked in, and they I thought they were going to rob the place. They came in, they circled around in, in the bank, and they were walking up straight towards me, and then they look up and see me, and then they just walk out. That's fair. Yeah. They should be afraid. I, so I, I think he was going to rob the place if I wasn't there. Nice. You just saved the world. Well, you saved the federal government some, some tax money. That's what you yeah. did. Fuck it. But, um, no, that, that, that's crazy, man. If, so you've been trained just like she was, right? Like, to know, like, if somebody's doing some weird shit, like, that may be them trying to rob the bank, or if they write... She had told me she, that she had to take a class on, like, how to recognize how serious someone was by how they wrote their note that they handed you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is that not a thing? Um, no. We're, so it depends on the bank. Okay. So whether there's bullet, bulletproof glass or not, what right. we do. So if there is no glass and someone hands us a note, we just give them money. Right. Yeah. We don't... We don't you don't even argue. Yeah. You don't make a big deal, nothing like that. If there is glass, you just walk away. You back up. Yeah. Right? That's, yeah. yeah. So her, her, she started with no glass, and then they installed all that shit. So her protocol has completely changed. Where she was, she was laughing so fucking hard because it went from, yeah, just give the money, back up, you know, just like kind of let them do their thing, let them leave, and then hit the alarm after they leave to make sure that everyone's safe. Especially if there's people in the thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. And that's another thing, too. So, and if there's glass and it's empty, you back up. And just are like, what are you going to do about it, right? But if it's, if there's glass and there's people in the lobby, you still have to give them the money. Yeah, if they threaten violence or take a hostage, then you give them money. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm glad I don't work in a bank. I'd try to hero the shit out of everything. <laughs> Just be like, no, you get nothing. We're gonna fight. Then I'd get shot. Probably. Yeah. That's how that works, man. <laughs> People get shot. Alright, um, thanks for playing my dumbass questions of the week. They weren't even that crazy. Um, you want a crazy one? I asked one the other day. I interviewed my wife. Oh, here we go. Brushing your teeth or wiping your ass. One has to go. Forever. Yeah. yeah. That that one's not that hard. Really? Because I would brush my teeth, and if I can't wipe my ass, I would just uh, rinse it off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I'm at, too. Yeah, especially if you have one of those pull-down shower heads. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Make it real easy. Or just invest in a bidet. I've heard they're pretty nice. I, I would like to try one. You wouldn't get me out of the bathroom, but I definitely want to try one. Um... So you had said you had a shout-out. Go for it. Yeah, so I'll shout-out Nick Camby, who yeah. won the official Strongman Games as the 105-kilo middleweight man. Wow. So yeah, he's had a dominant year. He won Clash on the Coast. He set multiple world records, um, one in the block press, and then he beat Rob Kearney's middleweight record in the log press. Wow. 
So yeah, he's my shout out. Okay, that's fantastic. Dude, that block press. Oh yeah. my god, I fucking hate that thing. <laughs> yeah. It's just such bullshit, because once you finally have it not going to fall off of you, you have to press it and the weight changes again. Like, you have to, like, be almost unbalanced to get it off your chest correctly. Because if it's balanced on your chest, your hands are in the wrong spot for pressing it up over your head. And it's just, I, I didn't get it. Yeah, that one was hard. Yeah. I, oh, it had feats. You went yeah. through this last one, yeah. right? Like, I didn't get a single rep. I got it up. And I just couldn't, like, turn it correctly. Like, get my shoulders in the right position to keep it all the way. So I got it up, like, two or three times. But it wasn't the way. That's for damn sure. It was that it was a big fucking weird block. God, I hated that thing. You got it up a couple times, didn't you? I did, but I didn't get as, uh, enough reps to... All right. Yeah. I only did a couple reps where... I think in training, I did, like, six reps. Jeez. So. Yeah, but the one at... The one at um, Hardcore was, I think, a lot bigger. No, it's actually made by the same guy. Was it? Yeah. Interesting. Okay, then I'm a pussy. I don't know. I trained for that event three days before the event just to figure out how to do it because I'm going off this whole Sean Doyle type of mentality. Yep. Strength is specific. It seems that way. It does. And I mean, you know, which is, which is kind of a weird thing you got to think about. If you were to... If your job was to put one rock on, on, um, so say you're stacking the pyramids, I feel like I think it's stupid that don't get me wrong, aliens. That's a big thing. We can get into that eventually. But um, I think it's dumb to say that humans can't adapt enough to have built those pyramids. You know what I mean? Like, oh well, there's no way they'd be physically strong enough. Well, you say that now when we don't have to. If your job is to get that big ass rock over there or they're gonna kill you you're gonna move the fucking rock you know what I mean like yeah. and it's gonna get faster every fucking day you may not be able to pick something up off the ground but your pulling strength of a rock sliding it on logs is gonna be amazing you know I mean I just think people underestimate what, what humans are capable of we talked about this in the last podcast uh, that humans are supposed to be able to run 40 miles an hour like, get up to top speeds of 40 miles an hour. Usain Bolt's at, like, 23. Um, it's just body mechanics. The anatomy of the human body should be able to push out that kind of thing. But due to just unnecessity, un is that a fucking way to say that? Um, due to that, like, we just don't need to. So we've just lost all fucking capability. Hmm. And, like, they're still trying to figure out, like, maybe it's, like, an arm throw or something while you're running or like or whatever the fuck to figure out how your body would be able to do it cuz the way cheetahs run is fucking insane too. Right. Their body mechanics is is how they do it. <clears throat> but um, yeah, we were talking about somebody's going to learn how to do it and just fucking blow everybody out of the water. And then someone's going to learn how to do that and then they're going to perfect it and just blow everybody out of the fucking water. Same bolts going to look like he's walking. You know. That would be amazing to see. I would love it. Yeah, because I could do it fast. Right. Um, anyways. Um, Who's your shout out? Martin. One of my best friends. Um, he just, his one of his guys got in a huge wreck. Uh, nobody's hurt, nothing like that. But all in total, they probably lost about $100,000 between an RV was completely destroyed. Um, there was a truck attached to the RV. This is all a freeway accident. Um, plus the work truck. 
and all the equipment on the work truck. There's just there's so much involved. It ended up costing probably around a hundred grand in in fixes. And I just I feel like people don't quite understand that he's the GM of this company, right? He's got to go. So this happened at 2 p.m. He didn't get off work until 9 p.m. because he's just handling fucking business. And I appreciate the fuck out of anybody who can do some shit like that. Because I'm not the patience to sit there while somebody else fucked up and try and deal with their shit. No, I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just the fact that you don't have to be a doctor or a lawyer or anything like that to make good money and still fucking pound out some good shit at the same time, right? I mean, he's a good dude. He works out as much as he possibly can, but <clears throat> we miss him in the gym. That's for damn sure. You know, but anyways, that's my shout out. Um, we're going to go to, yeah, thanks for listening. Check it out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube. So, again, I'm Tyler Toby Townsend. I'm Joey Stampke. I'm glad you said that out loud. I've been trying to pronounce your name forever. <laughs> it's Stamp Key. Oh, no, I'll never forget. I appreciate that. Because I'm Tyler Townsend, and they're like, how do you spell that? I'm like, it's the town's end. It's like end of town. Yeah. You know, but multiple. I don't know. But, yeah, thanks. Because I've written it a bunch of times. That's wrong. <laughs> how many times did you see that on my paper? I didn't even Okay, it. well, fuck, there's missing a P. But, um, anyway, so, yeah, thanks for coming. I appreciate Good it. Thanks for having me. I'll have this posted up. It looks like it actually recorded well. We've been having a real issue with this fucking program. I bought the the pro version, and the pro version's bullshit. It fucked up all of them. So I'm still working on normalizing last week's. Well, hopefully it worked. It did. So you see how big the fucking thingies are? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know why that had to be on here, but button, button.